from the Florida Bar Studios in Tallahassee, this is Florida Bar News Briefs. I'm your host, Mark Killian. Looking out into a sea of colleagues, friends, and family that packed the Florida Supreme Court October 18th for her ceremonial investiture, Justice Renatha Francis said the big, beautiful crowd filled her heart. Rowan Batar has more. Florida's 92nd justice told the gathering she would not be where she is today without them. Governor Ron DeSantis was there to present the new justice's credentials to the court and said he's proud to honor a justice whose path to the Supreme Court took the road less traveled. Francis grew up in Kingston, Jamaica, the daughter of a single mother. Before immigrating to Florida, Francis was a small business owner operating a bar and trucking company while she attended college full-time in her native Jamaica, while also being the primary caregiver for her younger sibling. As the first Caribbean-American, second black female, and only the sixth woman to sit on the Florida Supreme Court, Francis says the significance of those trailblazing roles is not lost on her and being raised outside the United States made her realize, quote, what a treasure we have in our Republican form of government. Rosalind Destiny Baker Sutton, president of the Cherie D. Cunningham Black Women Lawyers Association, an organization Francis is a charter member of, said the justice's journey is the living embodiment of the American dream, adding Francis not only excels in the legal realm, but has done so against the backdrop of an inspiring story and narrative of resilience. Chief Justice Carlos Muniz also praised his colleagues, saying the court benefits from Francis's intellective insight and that they deeply admire her character and resilience. The Florida Bar's Henry Latimer Center for Professionalism is working to create a new two-hour continuing legal education course as part of a July Florida Supreme Court order. Alexandra Glorioso has more. The center will tentatively begin filming the continuing legal education course in December with the goal of completing it by the end of the year. Once done, center director Rebecca Bandy says it will be free and on demand for all Florida bar members to use. All Florida lawyers will be required to take the course. It's part of recent amendments to bar rules that replace a previous mandate requiring one hour of professionalism training as part of their three-year CLE requirements. The court also cut the number of CLE hours per reporting cycle from 33 to 30. The new order also placed greater emphasis on local professionalism panels for resolving disputes at the circuit level. The Center for Professionalism will host a summit on local panels in June. Director Bandy says the court is encouraging the use of these local professionalism panels as a peer system for handling professionalism and civility issues. The Bar's Pro Bono Legal Services Committee is looking to judges for ways to increase access to legal services for low-income people who find themselves in need of a lawyer. Alex? That's right, Mark. U.S. Southern District Judge Patricia Seitz is leading the panel's new Judicial Advisory Council, which presented its first report on the problems facing pro bono work across Florida. The group found that more work needs to be done to find representation for domestic violence and human trafficking victims, children, evicted tenants, and low bono clients who have some money to pay for legal services but not much. But despite the challenges, Seitz says there are some promising developments. For example, a virtual U.S. bankruptcy court pilot in the Middle District for pro se litigants is being adopted by the Northern and Southern Districts. The rise in law school clinics largely outside of Florida where students represent those who would otherwise represent themselves in appellate cases and the commendable jobs some local bars are doing to match attorneys with the right pro bono cases. 
But in general, participants in the bars fall meeting acknowledged there needed to be a better pro bono matching system, ideally one that was online and automated. Florida Bar Foundation Executive Director Donnie McKenzie says his organization built such a system years ago, but that it's, quote, on life support now. But the foundation matching system may be used in a Gifford legal clinic in Indian River County. And if it works, McKenzie says it could be replicated statewide. The Cybersecurity and Privacy Law Committee has agreed to sponsor an intensive two-day training seminar to help Florida lawyers become internationally certified in data privacy. Roanne? Meeting at the bar's fall meeting, the committee voted unanimously to begin negotiating with Privacy Ref, a Boynton Beach firm that trains candidates to become IAPP certified information privacy professionals. Co-chair Franklin Zemmel says he has been through the training and it's top-notch. Although no agreement has been reached, the proposal would have Privacy Pro offer Florida Bar members the two-day in-person training seminar at the Hilton Orlando Bonnet Creek in June, two days before the Bar convenes its annual convention. The training prepares candidates for an examination that the IAPP offers online. Course registration runs $1,800, and the program would not be affiliated with bar convention registration. Some committee members expressed concern that the test, which requires 40 hours of preparation, might be too rigorous for lawyers who aren't tech proficient. But Zemmel said the training goes well with the committee's educational mission. Another project under consideration is setting up an online repository for breaking news that would help warn Florida Bar members about emerging cybersecurity threats. The Mental Health and Wellness of Florida Lawyers Committee met at the fall meeting to lay out its goals for the years. Tell us about it, Alex. There will be four subcommittees this year. Three of them carryovers from a year ago, communications, education slash continuing legal education, and judicial. The new subcommittee, Best Practices, is tasked with working with the other groups to create an attorney toolkit requested by President Scott Westheimer. Chair Rich Rivera says the goal of the toolkit is to create best practices on how to manage burnout and work-life balance within the practice of law. Rivera says the committee is not looking to overhaul the way law is practiced, but to equip attorneys with what they need to not suffer the fate so many in the profession have. The bulk of the Zoom meeting was spent sharing committee members' personal details on their own struggles with mental health and substance use. Many say they have turned to therapy, yoga, and meditation to manage stress. A major theme of the call was reducing stigma around mental health challenges. The committee is also dedicated to increasing the use of the free and completely confidential Florida Lawyers Helpline. For more on these and other stories of interest to the profession, visit floridabar.org slash news. Florida Bar News Briefs is a production of the Journal and News Department. For Roanne Batar, Alexandra Glorioso, and our producer Clay Shaw behind the glass, I'm Mark Killian. (laughs) 